Showgirl Sunday Dinner, the weekly sparkly burlesque podcast about three black showgirls living, loving, and training in San Diego from an unapologetically black femme perspective. I am Butter Love, California's chocolate butter babe. I am Sepia Jewel, the seductress of slang. And I am Twerlisha Divine, the black gold goddess. Thank you all so much for accepting our invitation to dine and dish with us. Now, grab a plate and have a seat at the table because you're about to get served. You see the women of color in burlesque and we are all unique. We are not invisible. History will not remove us this time. Egypt Black Nile. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. To Showgirl Sunday dinner. Yes. How Hello. You doing? <laughs> yes. How you doing? <laughs> it is about end of the year of 2017, and this episode is about goals and a recap of 2017. No, it's been a year. Yes, it has. Hell of a year. Mm-hmm. How y'all feeling today? <laughs> <laughs> They're frazzled, yeah. dazzled. We're going to get through this and have a good time like we always do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun finals week on everything. I mood. Uh, <laughs> mood. Hashtag mood. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Yeah. Sparkle and shine. Mm-hmm. You're looking at me. I guess that means I need to get Okay. My sparkle and shine of the week is the fabulous... Sepia Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She is That's fabulous. Me. Um, I'm my sparkle and shine because yep. I've been doing the most while doing the most in my mother <laughs> life. I have no time taking care of a parent that has dementia and traveling here and there and trying to get everything straight for her before I leave and I haven't taken time to appreciate myself and that's a job for like a hundred people okay (laughs) I'm doing it and I'm traveling and performing and I'm not totally taking care of myself but but yeah, I'm, I'm I'm still doing it, and I'm still doing the best here. You can, so yeah. I need to appreciate myself. Yes, Amen. you do. Absolutely. So, I'm my sparkle and shine. <laughs> Torlisha. Um. So don't look at me <laughs> to deflect off of her. <laughs> so I'm deflecting because under duress, I am also my sparkle and shine this week. Yes. <laughs> Under duress. Uh, I was told that I had to be my sparkle and shine. Yes. yes. So She's any- so hard on herself, my <laughs> yes. lord. For anyone thinks that I run this podcast, I don't. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that so was shame. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, so for all of you, just, that was right. So I am my own sparkle and shine because um, I'm over here and I'm trying real hard and finals. I wish y'all could see what I look like right now. Cute. She got a lounge cute. I am wearing my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when Kina came to my door, I had a mermaid tail blanket so on my legs and my pajamas. <laughs> But your hair so, was done though. Your hair is cute. Your hair is like I'm wearing done. my hair like this. In the I show. know. Yeah, that's and I don't. Fun. And you just adding whatever to it. I just don't. I can't. can't. So yeah, here we are. <laughs> that's my oh. sparkle and shine. It's her. So she was giggling through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was that hard? Yes, it was. Aww. It was very hard. Well, I already did my sparkle and shine, but we're in this together. So I am my own sparkle and shine today as well. Woo! Yes, like we all busted our ass this year. Various acts shows and I actually have fun this year supporting everyone at their shows like great reason to get out the house you know I'm just thankful of the sparkle and shine community yes (laughs) and it's like yes again I'm proud of myself of this year uh, of the support me receiving support giving support um I really don't have any complaints when it comes to my experience in burlesque this year and i'm proud of myself for what i did this year these are good moments to have as performers to reflect yes i think we're so much on the go 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 and i don't want this to become a job for me yeah i still want this to be fun yeah and it's a lot of work but i want it to be fun work yeah 
I think, you know, reflecting on Sparkle and Shine in our show today will give me a, a healthier perspective of that instead of just like beating up myself or, mm-hmm. you know, just removing what greatness comes from all of this. So I'm my own Sparkle and Shine where we are all our own Sparkle and Shine today. Yes. And is nothing wrong with celebrating your fucking self, okay? Yes. <laughs> and with that, that takes us to our Slayspiration. Mm-hmm. And I've been, I've been thinking about the year and how we don't appreciate ourselves. And sometimes we'll feel like we're not worthy or other people may feel like we're not worthy. Mm. But <laughs> what we have to do is slay appreciating your own motherfucking self. Hey. That's the inspiration of yes. the day. Even <laughs> just slay appreciating yourself. No yeah. matter what it is. If you just appreciate how you you like putting on your lipsticks and how your lipstick look. Yes, lips pop. Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate right. yourself. Yes. I like that. You like that? I love it. <laughs> She slides on it. <laughs> Ooh, this episode's a mess, y'all. It's a mess. Okay. Now we are going to slide into our burly biz section of the podcast. And this week, we've chosen to highlight a woman who is not necessarily a burlesque performer, but has been a real inspiration to me as a black femme. So today uh, we're going to highlight Zahira Kelly, aka Bad Dominicana. She is a Afro-Latina woman who is based in the Bronx. She is a writer, an artist, a designer, a social media celebrity, at least in my eyes, because she flames all the trash men and all the anti-black trash people on Twitter mm-hmm. in the most amazing, eloquent... She be collecting Yeah, them. she collect, like, yes. <laughs> she collects all the trash and just puts them right back in their little place. <laughs> and it's just so wonderful. And she's so eloquent, but, like, I don't know. Like, I know people like to say ratchet as a negative term, but I love ratchetry. I think ratchetry yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And she has, like, this elegant ratchetry like this super academic ratchet like that's how I think of her because that's what you are too and she comes like her fact she comes with fact she's always yes. on point and she gets these people together so I live yeah. for her for that she co-hosted the Afro-Latina festival in 2017 she's a TEDx speaker she does a lot of, of speaking events she writes this advice column called The New Inquiry. Super candid advice. You know how a real friend would just read you down, tell you about yourself? Yeah. That's what she's going to give you with that. She has had some internationally trending hashtags, such as hashtag maybe he doesn't hit you. She aims to pick apart white supremacist, capitalist, heteropatriarchy from an anti-colonial Afro-Latina perspective. Mm. I just live for her. I think she's amazing. Please visit her website at zahira.co. She also has a website where you can buy some of her amazing art. So she has prints and tote bags. She has these amazing uh, empanada <laughs> print uh, dresses and leggings. And <coughs> some, of, uh, some of her artwork is featured on hoodies, sweatshirts, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that website is shopzahirakelly.com. That's S-H-O-P-Z-A-H-I-R-A-K-E-L-L-Y.com. Please um, support Bad Dominicana. Give her money. Buy her things. Um, and don't say trash things to her on the internet because she's going to flame you. Mm. And as much as I enjoy watching her, like, gather these bitches, mm. I also understand how exhausting that is. Yeah. Like, she has such a high visibility on social media 
And that might be, you know, something that's helpful for her as far as her, you know, speaking engagements and being booked for things and people knowing who she is. But it also makes her a direct target for the yeah. worst type mm-hmm. of abuse. Exactly. Twitter is a cesspool uh, for these yeah, people. Yeah, Twitter is. And they just, they're always trying her. And while she is totally equipped to be able to handle gathering her them, there are other things that I'm sure she would love to be doing with her time, like making more art than being exhausted by these fucking trash ass people right. coming for her when she's just trying to live her fucking free ass black woman life. Hello. So, you know, we love you, we support you, and we encourage all of you to, you know, support Bad Dominicana. She's out there doing uh, the good work for all of us. So please show her some love. So for our sepia soul selection for today, we are, you know, going back over the year and thinking about our goals. You need to go back and all of your tools that you use to create your fantastic costumes with you need to check your sewing machine this is the perfect time of the year check your sewing machine you know make sure that there's not little dust bunnies in your bobbin (laughs) case because then that can mess your bobbin up um that you have all good needles because your needles do get worn out Mm -hmm. and all those affect um the quality of the costumes that you're sewing. Also, make sure your thread is not old because thread can dry rot. This is a good time to check over all your costumes. So if that Wash costume, costumes. yes, yes. Um, if that costume, the zipper is not going up mm-hmm. right, you know, it could be time to like take the zipper out. If you need to, add, you're missing a few rhinestones, add some more rhinestones. Um, hem coming out fix that hem make sure you're not using scissors for paper to cut your fabric Mm. that your scissors are sharp you have enough pins you have enough of the things that you need when you're creating your costume so you're not there getting ready to sew and you know oh i don't have any thread or oh i don't have any bobbins that don't have thread on it uh little things like that so this is the time to just check all your sewing supplies your tools for creating do you have enough whatever kind of glue that you use for rhinestones do you have enough rhinestones time to put all your rhinestones you know all one color together try to organize that'll make things simpler for you while you're creating your fabulous costumes also, like fabric inventory. Maybe you forgot you had some fabric that you can use. <clears throat> so it's not like an inventory and tune-up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move right on along to our glitter box. And today we have several notes. So thank you uh, to our dinner guests for supporting us and sending us emails. We love you all. The first one is from Evelyn Jones. And she says, hey, ladies, just listening to the episode from last Sunday. And I'm interested in the upcoming field trips to the National City Swap Meet Mm. and the L.A. Garment District. When are you planning them for? So ideally, I believe January is probably going to be a really good time to do it because it's after the holiday season. A lot of people are traveling for the holiday season. So I'm going to sit down with the ladies and try and coordinate something to give people time so that they can get their coins together and make sure that they're available to go. National City, that's not that hard of a trip to plan Mm because we'll all just meet up somewhere maybe have a little breakfast or brunch and then go down to the swap meet or have some breakfast afterwards. I'm always thinking about when we're going to eat. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For the LA trip, because that's a little bit more in depth, uh, there'll be discussion as to whether or not we want to try and stay overnight. If we're going to stay overnight, then how do we coordinate that? If we're just going to go for one day, what are the things that we really want to get out of that day? I uh, also would love to not just go to the garment district, but I'm trying to take class while I'm up there too. Hmm. So just want to make sure we're coordinating it for the best day where we can get a good class in mm-hmm. and then also go and have time to roam around the garment district and get the fabric and the trim that we want. News about those trips will be coming out around the beginning of January with an aim of making those trips around mid-January. Yes. So I hope that's helpful, Evelyn. We'll make sure that we get back to you on that. The next No, is from 
her best friend, Pearl DeMorta. Hey, Pearl! <laughs> and her subject is episode five. Hello, thank you guys so much for reading my email. I haven't found any other sober performers either. People who don't drink or are on a break aren't always quote-unquote sober, so it's not really the same. As far as being around people who drink slash use, it's not really an issue for me. I find that my sobriety is strong right now and that there is not a temptation to use or to drink. Plus, when you see people acting like idiots, it's nice to not be one of them finally. (laughs) For me and my program, I don't feel that performing or being around people drinking slash using is a trigger. Mm -hmm. When most people who go out, quote unquote, go out or drink again, there has been a thought process for some time that has gotten them to that point. Mm -hmm. If I drink, it's not because I smelled vodka. It's because I've been planning on it anyway. It might be readily available and easier at a show, but I have people I feel like I can talk to if I have an urge. And I have no problem walking away from a situation I'm getting uncomfortable in. Sometimes it's just as easy as saying, fuck, this would be easier if I was drunk and taking the power out of it. Sepia, I've never seen your scar, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) Burlesque is what has made me feel comfortable with my body Mm -hmm. and take back ownership. Of course, there are days when I don't love how I look, but I typically like it now. That's better than nothing. Thank you guys again for another great episode. Pearl DeMorta. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you, Pearl. Oh, and then she also wrote a note. (laughs) Hi, do you think you'll make t-shirts of the awesome Mm -hmm. things you guys say? Be fucking gentle with yourself. Mm. Moisturize your situation. It'd be fun. Just an idea. Mm-hmm. We're working on a pearl. Trust me. I'm yes, we're, we're yeah. working on it. We just want to make sure that we find quality yeah. shirts that are also economical. Yeah. Um, so we're working on trying to strike that balance, but still have the shirts look really, really nice. We're trying to give you champagne on a beer budget. <laughs> we're working on it. This is our last note from Pearl. She says, me again. This is about episode six. I worked a 10-hour overnight shift, so now I can email you all the time. We love it. (laughs) Keep them coming, Pearl. You were talking about people making comments about weight loss, et cetera, and trying to figure out ways to take things like, oh, you look better, blah, motherfucking blah. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. more. Just tell someone they look great. I had Mm. someone tell me after I posted a picture of me going out that she liked the picture because I look better with a more natural look Mm -mm. than how I look in other pictures. Okay, that was just wrong. Okay. Mm -hmm. What kind of backhanded compliment is that? And and why do you get to give your opinion like Like, that? It's just rude. Like, then she said, she hit me with the first of all, Mm y'all. First of all, there is nothing natural about dark gray eyeshadow on my face. I'm so pale and clear. But exactly like you... (laughs) (laughs) But exactly like you guys said, how do you react? Mm -hmm. I commented on her remark. Really? I look good all the time. But thanks. Yes. Let her have it. Seriously, people. Okay. (laughs) Claps. Seriously, people. If you can't make a compliment, an actual compliment, shut the fuck up. Your conversation was on point, as all of your conversations are. When I find out people hate me, I thank them for giving me that sort of control over their lives. Mm. It's flattering, really. But how about third-party haters? At a performance I was in... A friend's fiance asked her boyfriend rudely, so how do you feel about your girlfriend taking her clothes off for other people? Mm. Uh, what the literal fuck? Like you guys said, they come to the shows and still hate. Mm. Don't try to make my boyfriend feel like he needs to defend himself or me when your ass paid to get in. His response, this makes me super happy. What... Why would I have a problem with that? She's fucking hot and she's coming home with me. Uh, exactly. Okay, you can keep having you cool. Uh, uh, yeah, points earned, babe. Great episode and loved hearing Smiley. Can't wait to see her shake her titties yeah. in February. Yes. yes. Love you guys, Pearl DeMorta. Yay. Yeah. Um, I agree with everything you said. You know, anytime anybody uses first of all, I'm usually <laughs> on board. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, and as far as the third-party haters, just like Smiley said, confused fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how, how are you being a hater when you're at the show? You bought a ticket and still got uh, you bought, you, your mouth. You bought to, what, did you buy that to abuse yourself? They're uh, mad it's not yeah, them, that it, they don't have that, the confidence that's not to do their girl. Right. Right. Okay. Your girl was out here with fucking rhinestones on her tits. Don't you wish your girlfriend was, was hot like me? <laughs> that used to be my, uh, ring back for my ex. Oh, Lord. <laughs> he would, he would, <laughs> so shady. He would hear 
that every time he called. Every time he called me. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Every time CPU comes out, the sequoia tree grows. Shade. No. All right, so now we have a DZS Facts. For this episode, I'm gonna talk about the first all-black chorus line of showgirls on the Las Vegas Strip. They had a show from 1974 to 1980 at the MGM, and the show was called Hallelujah Hollywood. The cast of Hallelujah Hollywood, it was a six-girl line plus two swing performers. And they had black tech people. It was defined as extravaganza for that era. It was opulent. Um, It was a $3 million salute to classic MGM musicals from Don Arden. The reviews zeroed in on the wow factor, including one from Playboy, which observed with a kind of snide admiration that Hallelujah, Hollywood is everything old Hollywood has come to represent. Glitter, gaudiness, glamour, turned out with that special perversity only Vegas can provide. That show went on until the fire at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Then they reworked it, and it's the show Jubilee that debuted in 1981. That resort was rebuilt to... um, Bally's and in 1985 and today Jubilee is the longest running Vegas production show Hmm. and the last true vestige of the strip's once dominant showgirl aesthetic. They also in Vegas um, they did there were um, black showgirls there at Moulin Rouge which wasn't on the strip. Um, They had dancers of color but most of them were fair-skinned or or mixed mixed race, so they didn't look um, they didn't look black. But this one, they were totally black, and um, just trying to get all this information out. It's it's hard to find information on Adesiac from back in the day because we've been erased. Because I've never even knew that Jubilee started because of Hallelujah Hollywood, an all-black chorus line. Uh, Production team, too. And for all of our uh, dinner guests that are also burly babes of color, if you know of a showgirl that you think that we should highlight and our Adesiast Facts section and know places where we should go for our research because, you know, the Google algorithm really isn't always uh, (laughs) a friend of, of... women of color or people of color in general. So and we do have other sources that we use for our research, but uh, if you know of books that you think that we should pick up, people that you think that we should talk to, if there are legendary agdesiasts that you think we should interview and have access to that, please um, let us know. Write in to us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com. We would love to have the opportunity to sit at the feet of some of our legends and talk to them. And it's definitely a goal that I have for the podcast in 2018 to be able to, you know, get to the point where we do have access to sit and talk to folks and to have that kind of clout where they want to talk to us. So that's a goal for, for, for the podcast for me going forward. So yeah, any information that you have that you think that we should be highlighting that you're not hearing, please send us your feedback. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, because the more ways we can get out the information about, you know, some of these living legends, especially that, you know, you can't find too much information on the better we are so we can you know we don't want to be erased from history exactly. we don't want them to be erased right. from history yeah. yeah absolutely so today um phd in slayology is egypt black nile She is a dear friend of ours who we love dearly and 
She's like the epitome of Slayology. Eja Black Nile grew up in South Central LA, woo woo, which is where <laughs> she currently resides. She proudly identifies as Afro-Latina and that reflects largely in her performance style. Since the age of four, Egypt has been dancing tap, ballet, jazz, and modern dance. At 14, Egypt entered the world of pageantry, accumulating 26 wins. She has a Bachelor of Arts in Dance, a postgraduate degree in social work focusing on HIV AIDS, and plans to get her PhD in psychology focusing on sex studies. Oh, and she has goals. She has unapologetically stated her desire to be the record holder for the most awards and titles in burlesque history and to create a legacy for herself. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. You better make your own lane. Yeah. Right? With that being the core focus of her burlesque career, so far she has won 28 titles. Woo! Right? Yes. That's like amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I was. I didn't even think there was that many titles out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she says that she would like to have a lasting place in history, one which will be remembered. Well, sister, you like, already remember. Oh, I, like, I am happy to be living in this lifetime to see you grace these stages. Um, the first time I saw you perform is when I was um starting and it was our food show at the time and you came out in some james brown and not to spoil the act but mm -hmm. you killed that shit like mm -hmm. you turned that place upside down they were not ready mm -hmm. and clearly the burlesque scene was not ready because people were like who is this where she come from bitch she been here <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> you, you see her resume you could like when you put in her name Bam! Her resume comes up right there. You cannot miss mm -hmm. it. She is a force to be reckoned with, and she's such a sweet woman. Yes. Um, what I research about her, she likes to call herself a mother. Like it's nothing like vain, you know. Mm -hmm. But she's like a mother, and she's like that. Like you, she's so easy. Not not easy, but she's accessible. Accessible. Yes. For us. You know, if you have a question, if you need help. Oh my gosh! I remember times I had help. Like I just see her ad. I'm like, I want to do that. That's like goals for me. And I hear her up, and she's like, How? You know, how are we gonna do this? What you need? Yeah. You know. And she's not far. She's in LA, and I would love to take a class with her. And if she ever come to your city, because she be coming all around the US, and she has a class. Take that class. You'll never forget it. Okay. So, uh, I feel like you ladies might want to say something. Y'all good? <laughs> like, we like, we, we're like her number one fan. Like, we love mm -hmm. Egypt yeah. so much. Yeah, because when I, um, performed at the Hollywood Burlesque Festival at mm -hmm. the Monday Night Tees, and I did the Endangered Species, the Diane, Diane Reeves song. So, when I finished... And I was walking, I'm like, okay, I want to say, I want to congratulate her on, you know, her win. So I congratulated her. And she's like, girl, they don't know <laughs> nothing about that song. I almost <laughs> just passed out <laughs> anyway. And she's just so warm and yeah. real. And, you know, take a class with yeah. her. You can talk you know, to her. Yeah. Because, you know, we're trying to get more of that fuckery in our city. Oh. <laughs> I'm all about the we're fuckery. To... <laughs> That's a mantra for me. Yeah. Is this, does this have enough fuckery? Mm -hmm. we, it's like the cowball thing. We need more fuckery. <laughs> yes. Where can I put more fuckery mm -hmm. yeah. in this act? Like, mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I literally think about her daily. Mm. Something that she said, something that I saw her do in a performance. And it's not just choreography. Her choreography is on fucking point. Mm -hmm. But it's also just the way she dances, the yeah. way she does things. You can give a dancer steps to do, but what makes a dancer an artist is the way that those steps are interpreted yes. and then given back to the audience. Yes. So that's why she's an artist. And not only is she an artist, but she's also a giver. Mm, like, yes. she gave me the opportunity to be in her show mm -hmm. and... I'm brand new, doesn't know me from Adam, and trusted me in that way. Yeah. This is this woman is a professional with a name. Like she didn't have mm -hmm. to give me that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I will be thankful forever for that. Like yeah. she really and I always feel very supported by her. Even though yes. she doesn't know me very well, yeah. I always feel very supported by her and her energy. So yeah. and she's out here 
um, <laughs> knocking down mm-hmm. doors and barriers yes. for people yes. of color, okay? We appreciate she, that. Listen, uh-huh. and is saying, come on, come on come with on. me. Yeah. Come with me. Yeah. So not only is she kicking down the door, she's holding it open for the yes. rest of us. And that is so important yes. and so beautiful. And that's how you know She's a real one. Yeah. She's the Noah's Ark of Burlesque. Okay. Mm-hmm. She has dragged all our little asses on mm-hmm. with her. Like, come on, y'all. I love it. I love it. And if you, if you don't come, you're just going to be in the flood. Right. <laughs> get your raft. Get your shit. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> so she's just, she's out there, you know, with these major people, these mm-hmm. major performers and making space not only mm-hmm. for herself, but all of us. So we give it up to you, Egypt. You are you're you are the queen. Like you're yeah. doing it. Thank you so much. And what really makes a queen is her inside. And yeah. her inside is so royal. Yes. Mm. So, yes. And benevolent at the same yes. time. Yes. So it's just she's amazing. Yeah. So we love you, Egypt. Yes. Egypt Black Now, who has a PhD in Slateology. <laughs> I've talked about royalty. Let's talk about some not so royal things. Oh, you thought. Because people are disrespectful as fuck and they need to be put in their place. This week's Oh, You Thought is about the who, where, what, when, and how folks. So these are the people who are, you know, well, who are they? Who are they? Well, where did they come from? Well, what gives them the right to think that they can do X, Y, and Z? Well, when uh, did they get here? And how are they doing all these things? So the reason why you don't know the answers to those questions is the reason why you're not. Because we're doing us. And like we said previously, when you are the center of your burlesque inter- universe and you surround yourself by like energy, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. Mm-hmm. Also, before you talk about something, make sure you understand the context of the thing that you're speaking about. Mm-hmm. If you're not actively listening to this podcast or you don't actively know but I love CPR or myself, then please keep our names out of your mouth because we're over here speaking about our experience as showgirls. Which actually does have some weight. I've danced professionally for many years. Sepia has as well. Butta is our OG and has been in burlesque long enough to have an informed opinion. We also don't need anybody else's permission to do what we do. We do what we want when we get ready. Because as black women have done through the millennia, we are creating our own lane. Because so many people have tried to erase our own lane Mm -hmm. and make the lane that they're in impossible for us to access. Right. So we do it because it's our place to do it. It's our right to do it. And we don't have any other choice but to do it because nobody else is going to give us the the access to the information that we're putting out there. Nobody else is going to give us the access to the representation that we're putting out there for black showgirls. Mm -hmm. We have to make those opportunities for ourselves. And that's what we're doing. Not for us particularly in a selfish manner, but for the community in general. These are stories that need to be told. Yes. And there are a lot of people who recognize what we're saying and how we're saying and what it means. So if you have an issue with that, then it's yours. And leave us out of it, please. (laughs) You know, I'm sorry. I just about it is if you don't know my credentials then ask me um or have a conversation with me and and find out why I chose to participate in this showgirl Sunday dinner um podcast and I've been in the entertainment business since I was like five dancing so i've been an entertainer more than some showgirls have been alive right not necessarily in burlesque but but about being professional 
um, performer and etiquette and some of those things that you don't learn in a dance class or a burlesque class or some things that people don't tell you about. I've been sewing since I was like eight. So there, if, if, if there's anything that you want to know, write to us in the glitter box. If you, if you have a question on why we're, we're doing this and what makes us worthy, then send us a letter in the glitter Ask box. Us. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're more than welcome to listen to anything that you have to say because those questions are, you know. Or you can also yeah. listen to the podcast. Yeah. Because it's very clear. Mm-hmm what we're doing and why we're doing it if you just listen to what we're saying. If you want to take whatever you have decided we are and run with that, you're the reason why we have to create this lane for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Because people have perceived women of color in all different ways that are inaccurate, again, for centuries. So if you're going to take us out of context and not even give the podcast an opportunity, not even listen to it and formulate an opinion about it, then this exactly is the reason why this podcast exists. Yep. Every every episode may not have any value for you. Right. You may not get anything out of it. And we all came together because we were the three black burlesque performers. And so we're learning from each other. Yes. And it doesn't mean that we're not learning from burlesque performers of other other uh, backgrounds. backgrounds. But... This is our perspective right. on what what we go through, right. what we have to experience, not just as a burlesque performer, right. but as a black woman, an endangered species mm, yes. that we are. Right. It's our perspective, and we don't expect anyone to necessarily agree with our perspective or not. Just listen. Listen with an open mind. Right. We listen to everyone else with an open mind. Listen with an open mind. You may learn something. You may not. And we don't have a choice. Yeah. Right? Because mainstream perspective is in your face all the time. So we're inundated with that. And there's enough of that. And for anyone to even question why we're here and why we're doing what we're doing is just a really very clear picture of what is wrong with America and why it's absolutely necessary for we for us to be doing what we're doing. And no, we're not just going to be black and we're not just going to be showgirls. See, there's this whole concept called intersectionality that I think some of you really don't understand how any of this works because I can never ever separate my blackness from my feminist, from my showgirl and all of those things intersect together to make me who I am. And I don't have to separate them because I'm not a monolith. I am not a one facet individual. I'm not a one note person. I am many things. My existence contains the diaspora. So for you to want to reduce us, again, this just further lets us know why it's necessary for us to be here. And if you were mad in 2017 about what we were doing, you're going to be fucking incensed in 2018 (laughs) because we're coming and we're unafraid and we're free as fuck. So stay mad. So we're going to get into today's dining dish, which is our goals. However, before we go into our goals, we're going to recap our 2017. It's been challenging for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said before, I'm proud of myself thus far. Um, I think I did about four acts this year, each one very differently. I did my Marvin Gaye act beginning of the year. I did my duet act with Sipia Jewel. That was fun. Yes, it was. <laughs> Those costumes were opulent. Yes. <laughs> and um, then I did a, a show for a fundraiser with the Pitbull Babies. That was also the day after my birthday. So that was fun. Um, and then the popcorn act that I did. So for me, these are four very different acts that I did this year. And um, I'm proud of myself with it. The costuming, the choreo, all of that. Like, I have fun with it. I think the main thing that sticks out for me is my costuming. Like, mm-hmm. how different each one was. Mm-hmm. Um, the main, I think my favorite costume that I did was my pink one. That pink costume yes. was it so was beautiful. beautiful. It was beautiful. 
thank you. And um, I'm just happy that I listened to my peers and mentor. Um, one of them is Shadow. Um, she calls herself the vampire fashionista. Yes. yes. And when she came to my early shows, she was like, Kina, wear more color. <laughs> straight up. Just straight up. And I appreciated that because it's so easy for a lot of us to get caught up in wearing black. Especially with me being a big girl, you know, you feel limited in costume. So it's always easy to find black, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I made it my goal this year, and I think about it, to wear more color. And I did that. I wore green with you. I usually don't wear green. Mm-hmm. But I wore green and gold with you. I did pink. I did my popcorn. So I'm I'm happy with that. Um, and, you know, supporting my peers, going to shows. Like, I can't tell you guys enough how seriously going to various shows throughout the months, like, that helped me in my mental health. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times, like, you know, I'm not in the mood, but I'm like, it's better than just sitting mm-hmm. here and sulking, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not just be out for an hour or two with my friends and always have a good time? And that also strengthens, for me, the the relationships that I have with folks in this community, you know? Um, so, in short, that's my little recap real quick <laughs> so far. And Sepia, your recap? Okay. Woo! Yes, um, ma'am. Yes. Got it. So, January, I did my only my second professional burlesque show at Sycamore Den, um... You did a lot of shows and, this year, not think yeah, about it. Yeah, and I was at Booby Trap three times. Once, once January came, it was like I was just performing everywhere. So I performed at Booby Trap like three times. Um, I did my last student showcase. Um... I performed at the Hollywood Burlesque Festival. Oh, I also performed at um, the House of Blues at the MILF edition of the show. So I was a MILF. Mm. Um, I've been to Denver. Mm -hmm. I've been to Arizona. um, San Francisco twice. I performed at Two benefits for um, two performers in San Diego, Trish the Dish and Valentina on the Rocks, um, Sycamore Denigan. So my first year as a professional Mm. has like been a whirlwind Mm -hmm. and I'm so thankful because it it saved me, Mm. you know, with me going through the different things with my mom falling and because the day that they did the um, hip replacement for my mom, I had to leave the hospital while she was in surgery and go to the House of Blues to perform. I was so jacked up. Twilicia had to put the pasty tape on my pasties. Mm. But then I just went and got on the stage and let it all out. So Burlesque has saved my sanity yeah it has i don't know what i i don't know what i would have done without it so thank you to all the people who have booked me thank you uh yeah let me just tell y'all uh that performance at the mill show (laughs) sepia was on fire Mm. some people take you know whatever's going on in their lives and they let it out on stage and it's fuel Mm. and when i tell you she was in inferno Mm. She shone so bright on that stage that day. And yes, I did know what was going on with her, but that didn't matter. Everybody was like, verklempt. She (laughs) was a phenomenon that night. So you persevered. You did it. And you... You went and traveled. You won competitions. Yeah. You, you've you done so much in this year with all of these things that have been going on. Look at how you've come out on the other yeah. side of it. With all of these bookings and all of these accolades and all of this amazingness that is your life. Like... I just snaps up CPU. Cause whoo, chow. <laughs> um, I guess for me, for Twirl, my year started off with the student showcase for Glitter Child in February. And then I did Lola Demure's show at the House of Blues, the student mm-hmm. act for that, for all that jazz. 
I did Boogie Nights, and that was my solo debut mm-hmm. with Whiskey and Fuego. After that, <laughs> I did Fuck Me Burlesque with Egypt in uh, L.A., which I still can't believe is and real And you life. were in almost the entire show. Right, and then <laughs> I... fall has been popping. Yeah. It was, like, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And then I also ended once. up being able to do my solo at Egypt show as well, which was, like, a huge honor because women that I look up to and watch videotapes of and really I consider like mentors Mm -hmm. and you know again the people that I sit at the feet at were performing in this show so I was a wreck backstage like just trying to keep it together and be professional but to be amongst these women and to have they didn't know me I am brand new. These are big deal names. It, like, Lily Von Stuck performed in that show. Yeah. Okay? Yes. Like, these are... Simone Del Mar. Like, Sheila. Like, all of these women that I look at, and I'm like, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, they are behemoths to me. And I'm standing there backstage with these women. And they were so kind and mm-hmm. so lovely to me. So, I am so thankful for that and, and for that experience. Um, mm-hmm. I did Booby Trap twice. And I'm closing out the year with burlesque brunch once again. I know. I can't, like, is this real life? Like, so, yes, my 2017 starting around September, just, I don't know, it was like a (laughs) snowball. Just like, she ready. (laughs) (laughs) She's ready. Go. (laughs) You're right. It's so surreal performing with your mentors. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt at, um... Arizona, Arizona Burlesque gotcha. in the competition and even Mae Garnett is back there. <laughs> all these other people, Carmel Knowledge is back there. All, all these people that I'm like, okay, how did how did I get here? And you know, I'm there nervous, but Eva's looking at me, I'm looking <laughs> at her, we're not really saying anything, yeah. but we're feeling and, and it's like <clears throat> and I know I wouldn't have been there without all of, you know, the Glitter Tribe, all of the, you know, my Showgirl Sunday Dinner Sisters, yeah. you know, the students, all kinds of people. So support and love. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a hell of a year. All right. So now we're going to move into our goals AF. <laughs> so what we see happening for us in 2018. We'll start with Butta. Uh. My goal is to increase my flexibility. That's very important to me. Um, with me being a larger body, I definitely just want to bring more uh, tricks to the table, so to speak. Um, because I'm seeing all kinds of folks out there who are in larger bodies killing it with their flexibility, whether it's pole dancing doing hip-hop, belly dancing, whatever. They're just out there, and they're bending and moving and splitting, and I want to do that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to learn how to use tools and props or whatever have you to help assist with that. And I want to bring that to the forefront because I, I don't want to get bored with my own choreography. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. how can I up the, up the ante with this? And I guess I want to call myself like a sensual artist, a sensual mm-hmm. burlesque artist, because... That's my kind of steez um, that draws me in, and I want to reflect that more. Um, I also want to have more fierce, stronger confidence. Seeing Torlisha perform and her facial expressions, like, you know, we talked about that before. I'm a smiler, you mm-hmm. know, but I also want to show, like, yes, like a little, mm-hmm. you know, aggression, but sexy aggression, you know? Like, I want to do that. Like, just be more in tune and exude this confidence that I visualize my see- myself doing on stage. And one of those people who I admire, who in my eyes is goals, is Miss Onyx Nova. Now, if we want to use the term showgirl, like the OG mm-hmm. way of like the feathers and yes. sparkle and being like a sexy bunny. Mm-hmm. Oh, she is that. She is that. She epitomizes that. And I love it. Oh my gosh, her body, her body. Her body so is so beautiful. <laughs> Yes. And she is so chill. Like, I met her for the first time at, was it the Fuck Me Burlesque we went at to? At the Bronze, Bronze Beauty. Beauty. Yeah. Yes. And she was so sweet. <laughs> I didn't I, I never have any expectations when I meet folks. But it, it's also like, 
you're fangirling mm-hmm. when a person you've been falling for years yes. online, you see them in the flesh, like, oh my gosh, like, she's so short, she's so, like, little she's things like so, that. <laughs> she's, like, she's super adorable. She is, I'm gonna squeeze her. But she's so sexy at the Ain't same time. She it's like, she's just oozes. I couldn't, Sex like, appeal. I literally, like, fangirled completely out over her, and I was yeah. like, your body is amazing. Right? And she was yes. looking at me like, she's like, really? And oh, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see that? Like, I, I've been, she's one of the people when I was looking at burlesque videos for folks who look like it's like black burlesque, mm-hmm. she's one of the few that popped up her and Pearl. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna keep it 100, like being part of the team Big Areola and the way she do her paces, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yes, saucers, yes. Yes. And, I mean, and oh, that's one thing. She's a huge inspiration to me, costume Oh my God. Oh, her yes. costumes are She makes all her own shit. Yes. The opulence. And like, yes. seeing yes. folks like her, it's like, yeah, you rhinestone, but it's all about the trimming, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Her yeah. and Amber Ray in mm-hmm. New York, mm-hmm. trim on top of trim yes. on top of yes. trim. Yes. Okay? And with some rhinestones in between, but... When I look at her, that's goals. Like, that's what I want to exude, but in my own way, mm-hmm. you know? So, those are goals for me to be, you know, but I love, but just up the ante a, a bit mm-hmm. more, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I feel I feel good. I feel like I'm on the right track, but just, you know, bump it up a little bit. Awesome. Sibia? <laughs> well, my goals are, I guess, kind of selfish. As they should be. Yes, um, center of and, your universe. And they're kind of, I have kind of like tunnel vision because I have so much stuff mm-hmm. going on. So these are just my burly goals. So I am going to tighten up my axe for nudie newbies in um, the ultimate reveal in February because I'm too broke to pay to go to Burley Con, <laughs> so I want to win that scholarship to Burley Con. Yes. Um, and I want to perform more in Los Angeles. Um, I like traveling you do. anyway. <laughs> you know, yeah. My parents would travel all the time, so that travel bug is just <laughs> in me. And while I'm there, I want to take classes with Lily Bunched Up, right. Egypt, Simone, mm-hmm. and come back. I haven't taken classes in San Diego with Valentina, and yeah. I'm going to find time to take some of her classes. Yeah. I am going to turn up the fuckery. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to turn it up. Um, <laughs> I just thought it was I want to... Turn up fuckery for that dick. Yeah. <laughs> you always say that shit. For yourself, though. Right. Well, I'm going to create a classic act for that dick. Yay. Um, I want to go to Behalf. Um yeah. I want to see Showgirl Sunday Dinner go viral. Mm. Um, and I, I want to perform with more of my black sisters. Yes. I want to perform at the Sugar Shack. Yeah. And, and more, more festivals. I also want to do in San Diego because San Diego will not be ready mm-hmm. a all POC show or festival where when you first hear that beat okay you know that's poison right well you know it's black music that right black as fuck some mystical okay you know um some Jodeci some Lufa yes some Lufa some big Lufa that's what I want to do and Tuesday would be my day that I didn't do anything for anyone and I have to go back to that because I have fibromyalgia so I have to have some balance so that's going to be one of the main things that I find a day of rest for me that I don't do anything for anybody unless I absolutely want to that it's all about me resting yes it's all about me 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 forget about you 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 so what you gonna do 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 do. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Trulicia. Uh, okay. Um, I need to spend time reading daily outside of school for pleasure. Uh, I love to read and I don't do enough of it anymore. I would like to perform two times monthly. Okay. I have a goal to create one act per season, at least to start. Even if I don't finish it, I'd like to start to create one act per season. So hopefully by the end of the year, I'll at least, I, you know, we'll have two of them done at least and we'll give myself a jump on the next year. Because I am so new, I don't have a lot of acts. So I need to kind of put myself on a schedule to make sure that I'm creating in a way that makes sense so that I can keep progressing and booking shows. I will see two shows a month. Uh, I'm going to diversify my class taking experience. Mm. So taking more workshops from my mentors and spending more time in LA, taking workshops from people like Egypt, Simone, mm -hmm. Lily. I like to at some point make a trip to New York and hopefully get uh, private with Pearl or, mm. you know, I, I just, I want to make sure I'm diversifying my class experience. Yeah. Um, I'm going to sew more. I'm going to go out for fun two times a month. Practice all my spiritual rituals, my moon rituals, my candles and things like that. Meditate every day, stretch every day. Have five active days a week, one soft day. And like you said, sepia, one day where I just rest. That's it. Nothing else but rest. Have more sex. Uh, <laughs> never have enough of that. I have amazing sex with Doc, but... We need to have more sex. We've both been so busy. Like, more sex, What's please. more? I'm being nosy. Um, <laughs> more, more is, like, more than three times a week is more. So, that's... Can I get three times? I should have put that in my so, goal. So, more sex. That's, well, that's every goal for me yeah, every year. For <laughs> um, and then, uh, stick to, just kind of make sure I stick to the schedule I set for myself, like my self-care schedule. Yeah. And uh, think well of myself, speak well mm. to myself, act well towards myself, and create wellness around myself. Um, I want to continue. See, your list of goals for I'm me. <laughs> uh, I want to continue to work on growing the podcast. Uh, I as well wrote down that I would love to help produce a POC Burley show in San Diego. Um, I want to apply to a festival. I would like to travel as a showgirl at some point this year. And I would love to attend BurleyCon. So those are my goals Beautiful. for 2018. Yay. Beautiful goals. Yay. Yay. So I feel like this podcast is kind of the perfect way to keep ourselves accountable. You know, yes. we're going to make sure we keep checking in with each other <laughs> and, and making sure that we stay true to this list and clicking it off. So, um, you know, and please join us on our journey. Make your own goals. Uh, if you want to follow us on our goals, that would be great. Um, we'd love to hear what your goals are. So be sure to email us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com. So now we're going to give our pasties and cake, and we'll start with sepia. My pasties and cake is that... I'm going to practice being more patient with myself, mm -hmm. be persistent, and persevere. So I like that. I like that. That's, that's my awesome. what I'm going to practice. The three P's. Mm -hmm. The three P's. My pasties and cake this week goes out to all of the legendary burlesque performers that have come before us, yeah. and all of our upcoming legends that are slaying and paving the way yeah. for all of us that are coming out now. Uh, so I am super grateful and super thankful for all of those who have gone before us and all of those who are preceding us co contemporarily and making space for all of us and not just for themselves. So I love you. I am so thankful to you. Yeah. And uh, we wouldn't be able, none of us would be able to do what we're doing without you. So thank you so much for all of your hard work and for all of your slay. <laughs> wow. Both of you guys, seriously, final thoughts kind of summarize what I would think my final thoughts would mm -hmm. be. Like, appreciation to those mm -hmm. who paved the way, creating ways, and as well as personal goals of persevering and, you know, getting through this because um, that's very important. And those are definitely things I want to work on more with myself along with the goals and 
to reiterate, y'all goals are my goals. I'm biting it. <laughs> yes, I'm, bite, been, I'm biting some of it. Okay. Like all the little, you know, ritual, spiritual baths. Like mm-hmm. I need all of that. <laughs> Making time for me. But mm-hmm. that's another conversation shape another conversation and show. Yeah. That to me that's like self care. Yeah. it is self care. Yeah. And creating time for all of that. Um, so yeah. Our next show will be about our favorite things. So, (laughs) showgirl favorite things. The holiday season is coming up, and we're just going to talk about things that we would love to receive as showgirls. So, um, you know, if you have a showgirl in your life that you're looking to buy a gift for, this episode Mm -hmm. might be a good listen for you. Uh, And if you want to send us presents, we, you know, we deserve. Um, (laughs) Yes. We Catherine Delish. Yes. Catherine <laughs> Delish. Absolutely. <laughs> That's definitely on the list. So make sure you listen in next week uh, to tune in for that. And if you have showgirl gifts that you would like to receive, send those to us and we'll make sure that we shout those out as well. Well, I guess that wraps up our show the- for today. Yes. 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 Okay. We love you. Bye. Thank you all for joining us this evening. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Showgirl Sunday Dinner and on Twitter at SG Sunday Dinner. Use the hashtags hashtag Showgirl Sunday Dinner or hashtag SGSD so we can follow all the social media conversations happening in between meals. Visit our website, www.showgirlsundaydinner.com for more information on the showgirls, our upcoming performances, and booking inquiries. You can also always email us at showgirlsundaydinner at gmail.com with questions, tips, advice requests, recipes, suggestions, advertising, or booking inquiries etc. Last but not least, we cannot live on glitter and rhinestones alone. We need your help to keep serving all of this hot, burly goodness every week. You can visit our Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash showgirlsundaydinner if you want to donate monthly, plus get access to some of our spicier content. We also accept PayPal donations at www.paypal.me slash showgirlsundaydinner. Showgirl Sunday Dinner will drop every Sunday evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and will be available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Please share us with all of your friends on social media. We hope that you are full and satisfied. Stay sparkly, and we look forward to glittering dinner with you all next week.